man can never win another war on the ground. The white man can never win another war on the ground. His days of war, victory, his great, his days of background victory are over. Can I prove it? Yes. Take all the action that's going on on this earth right now that he's involved in. Tell me where he's winning. Nowhere. Why some race farmers, some race farmers, some race eaters ran him out of court. Ran him out of court. Ran him out of court. Race eaters with nothing but gym shoes and a rifle and a bowl of rice. him and his tanks and his napalm and all that other action he's supposed to have and ran him across the yellow why because the day that he can win on the ground is past up in uh, french indochina those little peasants race growers took on the might of the french army and ran all the frenchmen you remember din van foo Same thing happened in Algeria, in Africa. They didn't have anything but a rifle. The French had all these highly mechanized instruments of warfare. But they put some guerrilla action on them. And a, and, a, and a white man can't fight a guerrilla warfare. Guerrilla action takes heart, takes nerve, and he doesn't have that. He's brave when he's got tanks. He's brave when he's got planes. He's brave when he's got bombs. He's brave when he got a whole lot of company along with him. But you take that little man from Africa and Asia, turn him loose in the woods with a blade. With a blade. That's all he needs. All he needs is a blade. And when the sun comes down, goes down, and it's dark, it's even Stephen. China when it was colonized by friends. From early in his life, he took a militant stance to fight for the independence of Vietnam. Ho Chi Minh was the man. He struggled his whole life to kick the colonizers the hell off his land. The Black Panthers, Malcolm X, and Martin Luther King would always demand that the American government end the war in Vietnam. I share with you his story for what Uncle Sam did to Iran by giving chemical weapons to Saddam. Ho Chi Minh was the man. His army managed to kick the ass of Uncle Sam right the hell out of Vietnam. He was a small, slim peasant who took a stand, determined to avenge the French bombs that started to land in a Vietnamese city called Da Nang in 1858. He went from being a rice farmer to beating the army of the United States in 1975. April 30 was the date. The last of the U.S. Marines was airlifted off the embassy in disgrace. I want Ho Chi Minh's spirit to fill up this place. I want you to hear it because I was amazed that neither bombs, nor tanks, nor napalm the U.S. or France could erase the determination of the whole Vietnamese race. Inspired and empowered by seeing Ho Chi Minh face. I spent all of my days reading about his life and his endless chase for freedom so I could write this poem with haste before the endless list of idiots on BET to the Ho Chi Minh what they do to Che Guevara on the daily. Promote his face to the fashion industry blindly not having a clue what it means to be a revolutionary. 
read These rappers don't wanna hear me But my words will make the whole world listen Fuck Busta Rhymes and his Bentley Your luxury doesn't impress me Your enslavement to material possessions is starting to stress me Ho Chi Minh and Che Guevara Both had access to luxurious possessions But their only obsession was to defeat imperialist oppression That only gets stronger with your individual desire For material possessions and nice things Like Cadillac Escalades are nice things That swallow lots of gas Which multinational companies have to dig for Beneath Nigerian soil Just to produce the oil that your Escalade will swallow I'm sure Ken Sarawiwa would think your desire for nice things is shallow but then again we won't get to know how he feels because he mobilized the Ogoni people in Nigeria against shell oil and got killed for your pursuit of nice things and material possessions why don't you make the connection Ho Chi Minh, Che Guevara, the Black Panthers, the Zapatistas all renounce luxury so they could be with the people because capitalism and luxury will make your soul feeble it'll turn the holiest Christian evil Ho Chi Minh was broke at the age of 30 living out of a suitcase his whole future looked dirty he had nowhere to go, he had nothing to show at the age of 30 except for his suitcase and his convictions. He had to be a domestic servant for a rich family, it was a political contradiction. And by the age of 60, he still had to walk over 60 miles a day with a heavy backpack on his back over twisting mountain trails. This is a true-to-life tale, and even after his vision of independence for Vietnam prevailed and they made him president, his most sincere convictions became self-evident. He had every right to live in the presidential palace, but he chose to live in the gardener's house i said he had every damn right to live in the presidential palace but he chose to live in the gardener's house his party wanted to build a museum in his honor and he told him not to be fools he told him to take that money and build a school ho chi minh told him don't be fools take that money and build a school ho chi minh told him to take the money and build a school and these rappers want us to give them love because they slaved their lives away to get their hands on some fucking jewels So I say in my conclusion, the only way we're going to solve it, we got to unite. We got to work together in unity and harmony. How are we going to uh, overcome the tendency to be at each other's throats that always exists in our neighborhood? And the reason this tendency exists, the uh, strategy of the white man has always been divide and conquer. He keeps us divided in order to conquer us. He tells you I'm for separation and you for integration and keep us fighting with each other. No, I'm not for separation and you're not for integration. What you and I are for is freedom.